with Radio On The Go News. Brian Fincher reporting. Officials with Summit Carbon Solutions say they have reached another milestone this week as landowners across the Midwest and voluntarily signed easement agreements accounting for more than 60% of the proposed pipeline route project-wide. Across the five states in the company's project footprint, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, South Dakota, and North Dakota, Summit has signed 4,000 total agreements with landowners or 1,250 total miles of right-of-way secured. Locally, the Summit Carbon Solutions Pipeline Project across parts of Wright, Franklin, Hardin, Floyd, Cerro Gordo, and Hancock counties. Wednesday night, about 9.45, the Dumont Fire Department was called out on the report of a small outbuilding on fire around the intersection of 170th Street and Douglas Avenue north of Dumont. No injuries reported. The building is considered to be a total loss. The cause is under investigation. Assisting agencies were Dumont EMS, Butler County Sheriff's Department, and Butler County Emergency Management. Last night, the Franklin County Sheriff's Department arrested 52-year-old Lee Quinones of Hampton on a Franklin County warrant for violation of a no-contact order. Quinones posted bond and was released. Yesterday morning, the Hardin County Sheriff's Department served a Franklin County warrant to 29-year-old Cody Greenewald of Alden for a probation violation from the original charge of third-degree criminal mischief Greenewald has been uh, held at the uh, Hardin County Jail since February 2nd as he was wanted on a Hardin County warrant for third-degree burglary. Wednesday morning, the Hardin County Sheriff's Department arrested 16-year-old Candelario Gonzalez of Ackley on a warrant for the charges of second-degree sexual abuse and for lascivious acts with a child. In adult court, second-degree sexual abuse is a Class B felony punishable by up to 25 years in prison be lots of parties this weekend for the big game. There will also be plenty of patrol cars on the road looking for drunk and impaired drivers. Sergeant uh, Paul Gardner of the Iowa State Patrol says an extra enforcement effort is planned to try and get everyone home safely. In 2022, there was a spike in deaths across the country with uh, 244 people killed in traffic deaths in the 12-hour period at, during and after the Super Bowl game. He says a study of the similar period one weekend later showed 187 deaths. Gardner says the increase in Super Bowl Sunday deaths was also linked to drunk driving. 46% of those during the uh, Super Bowl Sunday night who were killed in traffic crashes, 46% of those were contributed to alcohol. And he says they don't want to see the weekend end on a bad note. Our plan is to have everyone make it to the end zone, which is home safely. Um, and your MVP, your most valuable player in this case, is going to be a sober designated driver to get you home safely. Gardner says if you are hosting a party, make sure all your guests have a way to get home if they have been drinking. This week, the Butler County Board of Supervisors discussed recommendations made by the County Compensation Board for the salaries of the elected officials for fiscal year 2024, the comp board recommended pay raises of between $1,650 and $12,500. No action was taken by the Butler supervisors on the recommendations. This week, the Clarksville City Council approved advertising for part-time seasonal maintenance for mowing, trimming, and general upkeep of city properties, including the cemeteries, park, and buyout properties. The Clarksville Council also discussed the city's 
maximum property tax levy with no action taken by the council. The Belmont City Council this week accepted the resignation of police officer Jared Littlejohn. However, his new employer has given Littlejohn permission to come back and be a reserve officer for Belmont when possible. In other business, the Belmont Council approved a professional engineering services agreement with Aquatic Evaluation Service for the Memorial Swimming Pool. This effort would take more of an in-depth look at the current pool from the previous evaluation done last year to prolong the life of the pool. Wednesday night, the Latimer City Council awarded Nettleton Excavating the contract for the city's stormwater drainage project for $971,907. In other business, the Latimer Council approved the sale of the unused siren at the fire station to the city of Alexander at their cost of moving it and set March 8th at 6.30 p.m. as the date and time to hold a public hearing on a new ordinance regarding the off-street parking and storage of vehicles in residential areas and on recreational trails. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program is Red Rockford Marborock and Nashua Plainfield Superintendent Todd Lichty, who will give us an update on the current school year at RRMR and what projects are ahead for the school. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program airs weekdays over the noon hour on KLMJ, following the news, weather, and obituaries with archived programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. And the first flood outlook for the season was issued yesterday by the National Weather Service in Des Moines. The risk of minor, moderate, and major flooding is near to below normal at all locations. At the present time, river levels were running generally near to below normal, while the soil moisture was running near to slightly below normal. In addition, the snowpack was generally near to above normal, especially across the north. The next flood outlook will be issued by the National Weather Service on February the 24th. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 35 and the low of 7. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.